0: A reading from John six thirty five to forty When Jesus declared, I am the bread of life, whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away, for I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day.
1: So we finally reach the real punchline of this story. Jesus has been having this dialogue with these folks who are, um, you know, frankly, just hungry. They were fed by him at the feeding of the 5,000. Now they're chasing after him, looking for more material provision. And they can't figure out why he's not giving it to them. <laughs> and finally, he, you know, he says this, one of these, I am statements, I am the bread of life. You're looking at what you need. If you're looking at me, you know, you're looking for bread, but um, look instead at me. And this is now it's, he's a in the next few days, we're going to see how this teaching becomes a hard teaching actually. But in this paragraph, it's this wonderful word of hope. I am the bread of life. And, and then he says later, uh, my father's will is that I would lose none of you. Um, in fact, everyone who looks to the son, everyone who looks at the bread of life will have eternal life and will be raised up on the last day. So there's these warm, hopeful promises of who, what it means when we, um, you know, receive Jesus as, as our eternal bread. Uh, like I said, it's going to get more complicated in the days to come, but for now, this is a, um, a really hopeful teaching. Uh,
2: what I wrote on this, uh, in, uh, getting to know Jesus is when Moses encountered God in the desert, he asked God what he should say when he, uh, when asked who sent him and God said, I am who I am. And caps, And I, it's always fascinated me because there is something like at least seven uh, I am constructions mm-hmm. given to us yep. by Jesus. Uh, but here, um, it, it seems to go all the way back to Moses encountering God uh, at the burning bush. And he says, who I am, I am who I am. And Jesus uses that same thing, and I think that that sort of is an indicator of or a, a way of Jesus identifying Himself as to who He is.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. And you know, I'm, I'm I'm often thinking, what's the takeaway for us today? I know there's people listening to this all over the place. They're on a walk with their dog. They're at their bedside. <laughs> having a cup of coffee at the kitchen table. There's all these people listening to this. And, um, you know, what are we giving um, our listeners as a takeaway? And here's what I'm thinking about for today. Um, Jesus is saying this profound I am statement to his audience that day, but he's saying it to us as well. And how similar are we to them when we go to Jesus, when we go to God, only asking for the material provision, only asking for the thing That's so pressing on our mind, usually related to finances. And he's saying, you know, you have all you need if you have me. So seek me today. I love the way somebody once phrased it. They said, um, God looks at us and he says, seek my face, not my hand. Seek my face, not my hand. I love that. Um, It's a good takeaway for me today. Am I just wanting relationship with God because of what he can give me materially? Or am I seeking him for him? Seek my face, not my hand.